Are you ready? Big shot of wrestling. After Mania. Episode 112. And wait, we go. Step up to the break, we got MJP and Green Man and Supreme and Jimping and Chip Team. From my land to Japan and everywhere in between. Get the up to date news on the wrestling scene. So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We about to go live, but you're ready to rock. So take a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? From the fans to the fans, let me hit the crowd. Pop, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. So take a shot. Welcome, folks, to episode 112 of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host, at Michael J. Putty. And yeah, what a weekend. What a WrestleMania weekend it has been down in the bayou, Nolans. I can't say New Orleans. I keep saying Nolans. Just, it just flows better. Anyway, Green Man went down to Nolans uh, a couple days before your boy here to attend those indie events, Bloodsport and Joey Janela Spring Break 2. Took the intern with him. I went down on Friday afternoon with a couple of friends, Jonathan and Zaya Wahab, former guest host in the show. Jonathan's been in New Orleans a couple of times. This is my second time. Of course, my first time was WrestleMania 30. New Orleans is a great town. Very fun. We stay in the same hotel, two blocks off Bourbon. Bourbon Street's the best. You know, New Orleans is amazing. Bourbon Street's the best. You've never been to New Orleans. Go down to New Orleans. It's a great town to go visit. I and mean, we didn't even do any touristy stuff. We just drank and ate. And then when we weren't eating, we drank some more. Can't wait to go back. Can't wait to go back. So now they built this New Orleans as being the city where streaks go to die. So we got a couple years here, folks. What streak are they going to build up now? Because you know for a fact, next time they go down to Nolans, they're going to talk about a streak of some kind. What streak will it be? What streak? But I digress. Let's talk about New Orleans, WrestleMania weekend. I said we got down there Friday afternoon. We checked in the hotel. We went to Acme Oyster House. Of course, there's a line like half the block long, which sucks. And I hate waiting online for food. You know, I'm somebody who uh, rather drink my calories than wait online to eat them. But of course, I was with everybody who rather eat than drink. So yeah, to suck it up. I do what I got to do and suck it up. So we had some food, and after we ate dinner, let's go back to the hotel, change, look pretty pre-game to go hit Bourbon Street. So I'm walking back with Jonathan Zaya, and who do we see across the street? Kevin Owens and his beautiful wife, dressed up to the nines. Now I'm somebody who doesn't want to bother wrestlers or any celebrities. If I see them, I'll tell somebody, oh, look who it is. I won't really go up to them. Especially if they're in the middle of something, or if I'm sober. If I was drunk, I would say something, or go up to them. But I was sober, we didn't start partying yet. I don't want to say anything, so oh, yeah, look at this Kevin Owens. Of course, they decided to say something. One of them said, uh, Kevin Owens, kick Shane's ass tomorrow. And the other one says, good luck tomorrow. Mind you, this is Friday night. Kevin Owens, without skipping a beat, just says, hey, uh, I would love to, but you know, I might get arrested. You know that, folks, is how you shut up assholes. Because it was Friday night. They didn't realize it. He said that, they started laughing because they realized, oh shit, tomorrow's Saturday. Yeah, good job, assholes, embarrassing me in front of Kevin Owens. Thank you so much. But then Saturday happened. I went to the WrestleMania Superstore by myself, mind you. I don't walk the streets of New Orleans by myself wondering where the hell I'm going. But I found it, got what I needed to get, and uh, went back to the hotel. Because Saturday night, we had to go out to dinner. I think it was like 10 of us went out to dinner. Like I said, it was just down the block from our hotel. So before we go, we start pre-gaming a little bit, getting ready, looking nice. I am, I should say. Jonathan Z are just all funny thought he is not drinking, didn't even want to go out. So we go to dinner, and you know, I'm enjoying myself, because, you know, I'm a party of one now. And to go inside the place is a long wait, of course. 
everywhere in New Orleans is a long-ass wait. And so I decided to go outside for some fresh air because it's very hot in that place. Then all of a sudden, the corner of my eye, my periphery, this is a big man with shaved, the side of his head was shaved with a long ponytail. Catches my eye, look up. It's the monster among men, Braun Strowman. I'm like, oh shit, it's fucking Braun Strowman. So I text people inside, like shit, Braun Strowman's coming in. So of course, everyone makes, he makes a spectacle. Everyone's looking at him. And he goes right to the front desk, talking, talking for a couple of minutes. My friend Jonathan comes outside, talk to me for a little bit, because it's also, like I said, hot in there. Get some fresh air. And what did you know, Braun Strowman just comes walking out. He was with a couple of people, I think it might have been uh, his parents and another female. I don't know if it's his sister, girlfriend, wife, I don't know what his situation is. Do you know they wouldn't let him in? They wouldn't let Braun Strowman eat at this restaurant. Friend Jonathan quips, like I said, I don't want to talk to these people. I don't want to bother them. He says, well, they won't even someone like you eat here? He goes, no, I'm not wearing sleeves. I should have mentioned he's wearing a tank top. Now, I'm six foot six, 275 pounds. I don't have a good gauge of people's height and who's big, who's small or whatnot. But, you know, everyone else mentioned that he, he's looked smaller in person. So, Braun Strowman, monster among men. Even he can't eat at a restaurant when he wants to. Fast forward to Monday afternoon, walking around killing time for a flight. A couple of friends go into this sweet shop to get some ice cream or some sort of fucking cupcake. I don't even remember what it was. Lo and behold, who I see walking with his parents ate in English. Like, oh, shit, this fucking ate in English here. He said, I don't want to say nothing. But of course, Jeff, the intern, has to say something. He goes, Rusev Day. He goes, that's right, buddy. You know it. Also, I swear to God, I saw Xavier Woods. It was this guy with a hoodie, with the hood up, walking with a friend of his. Who wears a hood in New Orleans? Especially when it's humid out like that. Because I swear that was Xavier Woods. But of course, if you follow me on Instagram, at Michael J. Putty, or Twitter, at Michael J. Putty. Sunday night after WrestleMania, I went out by myself. I don't know if I mentioned this, but my friends are funny duddies. They all went to bed. I'm like, no, I need to get something to eat. So I want to eat. Get some Bourbon Street pizza, which is not that bad. It tastes like frozen pizza because I'm spoiled here in New York. So I'm walking down the Bourbon Street by myself, having a, you know, a couple more cocktails. Ain't ready to go to bed. Ain't ready to call it night. Ain't ready to call it a weekend. And I see Mojo Raleigh. So now I'm loose. I'm feeling nice. I'm feeling tipsy. So I actually approached him because he was only with one other person. Actually by himself, this person started walking ahead of him. Like, hey, Mojo. Took a picture. He's very nice, very friendly, very cordial. Took a picture, let him go on his way because I don't want to bother him too much. So yeah, that was my uh, wrestler run-ins. Expected more. Because it's Bourbon Street, everyone goes on Bourbon Street. So he expected more. Maybe he expected Monday afternoon when Raw is getting ready. He figured he more smack down people. But yeah, it was what it is what it is. More than I saw last time. Or Nolans, of course. But I just wonder, like, do they want to be bothered? Do they want to get recognized? Or do they just want to be on their way and just blend in and be a normal human being on Bourbon Street? Which is hard to do. But yeah. So that was cool. That was fun. But like I said, I went out Sunday night after WrestleMania by myself. For the last couple months now, I've had trouble charging my phone. My phone, I have to wiggle it. I have to get in the right spot. It's just getting worse and worse and worse. So Sunday night, I'm out all day at WrestleMania. Then out on Murphy Street after WrestleMania, because that was a seven-hour ordeal in the Superdome. My phone dies. Now, I just make it back to the hotel, but uh, it dies. Now, I can't tell if my phone's charging or not. When the cord's not in, it tells me to plug it in. So when I plug it in, it, that indication goes away. So I'm assuming it's charging. So I go to sleep, wake up like three hours later. It's like 6, 6.30 in the morning. My phone's still dead. So now I'm very upset. I'm like, oh man, my phone finally died. You know, I was thinking about getting a new phone before I left. I'm like debating it. I've had this phone since the night before I left for WrestleMania 31. So this one, three years now. So much shit in this phone. I haven't backed it up in a long time. I don't want to lose my contacts. I don't want to lose my pictures. Especially the pictures and videos from that weekend. But somehow, by the grace of God, after almost an hour, literally an hour of trying, I get it to get charging. I get enough juice by the time I check out to get home. Of course, I keep my phone in airplane mode the whole trip because I don't want to lose power. I need to go home to back up my phone. But of course, I get home. I can't back up my phone because it's not taking the charge. not connecting to my computer. Fuck me, man. So now I have to try syncing wirelessly. That doesn't work. I got to share my pictures in the iCloud. Halfway through, my phone dies. I'm without a phone. I'm done. 
Mort. <sighs> Should have gotten a new phone. But a friend suggested getting it, just getting it repaired. So the next morning I wake up, call out of work. I, fuck, I can't deal with it. I need to fix my phone. Place by me, repairs phones. I'll go there. Easy fix. I got a new battery as well. 100 bucks later. 100 bucks later, man. Just to fix my old crappy phone. You know, it's better than I thought it would be. I thought I was just looking a lot more. Now I'm on phones. Like brand new almost. The battery still sucks. But it's like brand new. I got my pictures. I got my videos. I got my memories from this weekend. So that was a little... Uh, the ending to my trip was a little, a little uh, tension, a little heartbreak. But uh, all is cool now. All is cool. So make sure you can tweet me at, at Michael J. Putty. Or, you know, shoot me a picture on Instagram. At Michael J. Putty. But enough about me. Enough about Nolans. Let's talk about WrestleMania. Great man had a busy weekend. Like I said, he those indie shows. He went to WrestleMania himself. And he actually interacted with a couple of you guys. So if you're listening, welcome. Green Man caught up with his fan on Bourbon Street Saturday night before WrestleMania to talk about the card. Green Man here for a shot of wrestling with... Chris. Chris, where are you from? From Southern California. All right, we're here on Bourbon Street Live, episode 112. And we want to know, what is your favorite WrestleMania? WrestleMania 20. Tell me why. Well, I think WrestleMania 20 is the one It has... What I was... Um, Oh, fuck, I'm drunk. But it has, it was all the way like Kurt Angle, Randy Orton, and Rey Mysterio, right? Uh-huh. And like those three had a dynamic match. But here's the one, well, here's the one thing. Okay. Like those three were amazing in the ring together that I wish it was a longer match. That should have main evented. Okay, now here's my issue with you right now. Yeah. You're saying that this Sunday's card is the best card ever. No, Tell no, me no, no, why. No, not, not ever. Not ever. Okay, but, but it's a good it's card. It's a good card. So for me, the reason why it's a good card, I'm liking AJ Styles and Nakamura. This is the second time they're it's wrestling. It's a dream match. It's a dream match. It happened in, in New Japan. But... It, it happened in New Japan. So everything's different now because this is a WrestleMania match. What are they going to bring to the table? Second, Finn Balor, Seth Rollins. I understand that Miz is in the ring as well too. But the, here's the thing. You can't forget about the Miz. You can't forget about the Miz. I think he's one of the great heels right now. Amen. Right in the great heels. But that's going to be an amazing match. Asuka and Charlotte. That's definitely a possible main event match right there. Could be. Could be. And that, like, you don't know. because Is Asuka going to keep her streak? Or is Charlotte, is, is Charlotte going to lose at WrestleMania? Is she going to turn heel? You don't know. Is Carmella going to cash in her, her money in the bank and give Asuka her first loss? There's so much suspense. That's the thing. Now we talk about Braun Strowman. Who's his partner? Is it Rey Mysterio? Is it Elias? Is it the new repackaged Bray White? We don't know. Could, could it be Bobby Lashley? It could be Bobby Lashley. And that's the thing. Vince McMahon is good at keeping secrets. A lot, like Remember the Hardy Boys last year? There was rumors. Not even the wrestlers backstage knew <coughs> that the Hardy Boys were there until those final minutes. That's why if you looked at the yeah, match, yeah. it was kind of like, okay. It was about that big surprise. That was the big thing about that match was their surprise. That was it. And then with this one here, is Taker going to show up? Are we going to get American Badass? You know what I'm saying? Or are we setting up for WrestleMania 35? I've been more suspense about this WrestleMania than any other WrestleMania. Because this is my sixth WrestleMania. Six. And Undertaker Shawn Michaels has been my highlight out of the WrestleManias I've been to. The, truly the best. The, the, truly fe- the, best. the Phoenix one. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. So with this one, compared to others, suspense. What is, is Roman Reigns going to partner with Paul Heyman? See, that's the crazy wow. thing. We don't know. <laughs> like we all, we all think that Roman Reigns might win, but at what cost? You get what I'm saying? We don't know. That's what makes this WrestleMania different. Def, or could we see Bailey turn heel at this battle royal? 
So the so the fact that there is so many questions unanswered for this Sunday, you're saying this is one of the beg- the best builds to a WrestleMania. Yes, when it comes to the card. Okay. Because like you have Sheamus and Cesaro, I think they're a great tag team together against Braun Strowman and who? That could, if it has like Rey Mysterio, for example, you know it's gonna be a good match between Rey versus Cesaro. I'm all about the wrestling. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn against Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. Awesome. We get the return of Daniel Bryan out of nowhere. Out of uh, nowhere. I got to say, I'm truly excited about that. Listen, it has been a pleasure talking with you, you tonight. Because we're going to put this on the show. And your thoughts are getting me excited for WrestleMania. Exactly, because you don't know what's going to happen. What it's, could happen? Was Shane McMahon going to turn his back on Daniel? Or is Daniel Bryan going heel? You, you don't know. know. Because it, both sides make sense. There's only one way to find out. We'll see you at the Superdome. That's right. right, Have a good night. It was a pleasure, my man. You too, man. That was us. That's what we were all were thinking. That's what we were all were saying Saturday night on Bourbon Street. Could be this person. Could be this person. So yeah, that was what we were thinking Saturday night. All these possibilities. And he has a point. The card had a lot of unanswered questions going into it. And we didn't know what to expect. But two more points. One, great sound quality, Green Man. Saturday night on Bourbon Street. Great job. I don't know what you were using, but that sounded awesome. But two, I'm confused. Is this guy's favorite WrestleMania, WrestleMania 20 or WrestleMania 22? Because 22 was Kurt Angle, Randy Orton, and Rey Mysterio. So if you're listening, get back to us. Inbox at ShadowWrestling.com. Clarify. Let's get into the show itself. WrestleMania pre-show started Matt Hardy winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal in 15 minutes, 45 seconds with help from Bray Wyatt. Cedric Alexander defeated Mustafa Ali for the Cruiserweight Championship in 12 minutes and 20 seconds. And Naomi... Won the first ever WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal in 9 minutes and 5 seconds. Now before the show started, Green Man caught up with somebody else. So let's see what they have to say. Green Man here at WrestleMania with who? My name is Claire. I'm from Manchester, England. And Claire's here on a very special treat. What brought you to WrestleMania? It is my honeymoon. <laughs> Out of all places. Yep. I um, I was never one of those girls as a child who wanted the big wedding. Um, however, since the age of about four years old, I wanted to come to WrestleMania. So this is literally the best day of my life right now. <laughs> wow. What do you think about the stage? How big is this place right now? It's the biggest arena I've ever been in. Um, something is going on, and I don't know what it is. Um, I... Like, you've seen Despicable Me, right? You have kids. Like, yeah. Agnes, where she has, like, the exploding head excitement moments. I have had, like, 20 Agnes moments since we got here. Like, it's crazy. I'm like, oh, my God, it's the best thing ever. What are you looking forward to see tonight? Um, AJ Styles, Nakamura. Um, that is that to be honest. Event, last match of the Yeah, night. I, I hope, hope so. so. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully we'll catch up with your husband yeah. later on this <laughs> evening and see what his thoughts are on the show. Yeah. Sound good? Super. Thank you. Thank you. That was Greenman's fake laugh. But she sounds awesome. Carl was a lucky guy. Although, they're on their honeymoon, and she says that's the best moment of her life. What about the wedding? Let's go on to the main show. Seth Rollins defeated The Miz and Finn Balor to win the Intercontinental Championship. In 15 minutes, 30 seconds, Charlotte Flair defeated Asuka to retain her SmackDown Women's Championship in 13 minutes and 5 seconds. Jinder Mahal defeated Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, and Rusev to win the United States Championship in 8 minutes and 15 seconds. Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey defeated Triple H and Stephanie McMahon in 20 minutes and 40 seconds. Green Man, give us another clip. Green Man, take it away. Green Man here for a shot of wrestling again. Finding the rookies at WrestleMania, just coming across another familiar face. So uh, tell us your name and where you're from. My name is Lou from Queens, New York. And who is the beautiful girl with you? 
Christina. And where are you from also? New York. Queens. All right. Yeah, that's great. So you guys are together? Absolutely. First WrestleMania? Very first one ever. What do you think so far? It's amazing. I have a lot of fun here. Now, is it your first time to New Orleans, Christina? It is. What do you like about New Orleans so far? Titties and beer. I don't know. <laughs> oh, looks like looks like someone was definitely hanging out on Bourbon Street. Where are your seats? Uh, the Moon. Yeah. High yeah, seats up, up there. there. Yeah, they're up by the AC vents. Okay. <laughs> How now? My seats are a little bit lower. Right, no, course, no, course. no shade or anything. Right, right. But uh, how's how's the atmosphere up there? Like, how are the people feeling? How are the mood? What is the mood? Tell us a little bit about it. They're great. They're super friendly, and they're into it. They talk to the crowd. They engage, and they curse out the fighters. It's awesome. <laughs> Have you made any friends while you're in New Orleans? Not really. No. Any wrestler sightings? Negative. Negative. No side. No, no, no. I can't tell yeah. How long have you been wrestling fans for? For like two hours. <laughs> How about you, Lou? I was there in the mid-90s for the Hulk Hogan days. Then I teetered off and I'm coming back into it. Okay. So you kind of coaxed her into coming to WrestleMania. First WrestleMania, will you come back when it comes to New York? Yeah, it's in the hometown. Absolutely. We'll be there. All right. Thanks, and we'll see you next year. Well, Lou and Christina, I think her name was. You never forget your first time. So hope you guys had a fun. Hope you enjoyed yourself. But on with the show. The Bludgeon Brothers defeated the Usos and New Day to win the SmackDown Tag Team Championships in 5 minutes, 50 seconds. The Undertaker defeated John Cena in 2 minutes, 45 seconds. Daniel Bryan and Shepard Man defeated Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in 15 minutes, 25 seconds. Nia Jax defeated Alexa Bliss to win the Raw Women's Championships in 10 minutes, 15 seconds. AJ Styles defeated Cheesecake Nakamura to retain the WWE Championship 20 minutes and 20 seconds. Braun Strowman and Nicholas defeated Cesaro and Sheamus to win the Raw Tag Team Championships in four minutes even. Brock Lesnar defeated Roman Reigns to retain the Universal Championship in 15 minutes and 55 seconds. Did you hear what I just said? Were you paying attention? For a show that was seven hours long. There should be a reason why we have a match that's nine minutes long. Or a match that's two minutes long. So I'm about. A triple threat tag team match only lasts five minutes. A triple threat for the United States Championship only lasts eight minutes. Uh, you have seven hours to kill. I don't know how... The, the Raw Tag Team Championship was only four minutes. Plus, the Bliss got ten. What's going on here? You have seven hours. I don't, how do you feel seven hours plus? Within the show went up ten extra minutes. So it was seven hours, ten minutes. Was there that much filler? Fluff? Intros? Video packages? Entrances? Was that that much? To, I mean, ugh, what a waste. But when WrestleMania was over, Green Man caught up with the other half of our newlyweds. That lucky son of a bitch himself. Let's see what he has to say. Green Man here, finishing up WrestleMania. Now, earlier, we spoke to Claire, who was celebrating her anniversary. Let's speak to her other half, maybe her better half. Uh, <laughs> that's not true. Well, who do, what's your name and where are you from? Uh, I'm Ash. I'm from Manchester, England. Um, yeah, I don't really know what to say. We've just seen Roman Reigns being beaten by Brock Lesnar. I thought he was gone. Someone just tried to fight over here by us, but that's okay. Is it Nicholas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what's going on. Um, well, well, I called it, let's face it, I called it. I called a Lesnar win, and you weren't having any of it. Did you guys have a friendly bet about it? We have yeah. a sheet. I have a sheet in my yeah, bag yeah. <laughs> where we have all the matches and, like, who's who bet who. And what does the winner get? 
Uh, winner, winner, yeah, whatever, the winner gets whatever the winner wants. <laughs> winner gets what the winner wants. What was the best match of this evening? Oh, yeah, I, the, the one off the top of my head, I want to say Ronda Rousey. I, yeah, I, 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 I never like, thought it was going to be. No. But, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, that was definitely the most engaging for me. Um, I, I thought, again, it got kind of into the four-hour mark and it just kind of fell apart. I, I, I felt like it really dragged. Uh, the last two matches, Nakamura turning heel, I guess. Did you like that? I, yeah, I fucking yeah. loved that. Um, but never saw it coming. I, I wasn't... I thought the match was... wasn't as great as I was expecting. It was right. nowhere near kind of Wrestle Kingdom. Right. But it was... Uh, yeah, the, the heel turn. I don't know where they go with that. Asuka losing... <laughs> the, the the streak's over. Good. Uh, that was shocking too. Good. New Orleans now has become the city that just takes everybody's streaks away. How do you feel about that? Yeah, yeah. You know? They did totally, totally, man. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's been a night of twists, twists and turns. Yeah. Sure, sure. yeah. Well, maybe the night's just getting started. So what's going to happen after WrestleMania? I don't know. I guess I don't, Raw I don't know. for sure. Um, Amber Moon and um, Cien and Andre Elmas are going to make their debuts tomorrow for sure, or on Tuesday. I don't know whichever brand they get like drafted to. Um, but for me, like you know, first WrestleMania ever. Having said that, the best match I've seen all weekend is the ladder match at NXT yesterday, like the six-man ladder match. Like, that was awesome. With that high shadow of a doubt, the most brutal, incredible. like literally leave it all on the canvas match was the ladder match yesterday. Really, really incredible. That's amazing. Well, I love sitting next to you guys here at WrestleMania. Aww, thank you. Hopefully, we'll keep in touch, and hopefully, I'll see you guys in New York. For sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. This time next year. See you next year. Yeah. See you next year. <laughs> Green Man signing out. Sound like a lovely couple. Congratulations on your wedding. Oh, man, you're a lucky son of a bitch. I need, I need a woman like that who's into not only into wrestling, but can talk about it like that. You know, preferably with the accent. The accent's a little bit of a turn on. But breaking news here, folks, is that. He was lying to you. Green Man's not going to stay in touch with you. Green Man's not going to keep in touch with you. Green Man's not going to meet you up next year at WrestleMania. So if you want to meet us at WrestleMania 35 here in New York, make sure you stay tuned on social media's inbox at shotofwrestling.com, a shot of wrestling on Facebook and Instagram, shot of wrestling, no A on Twitter. And trust me, for the next 12 months, we'll keep you updated on our WrestleMania plans. I didn't watch NXT. I was too busy getting my drunk ass partied on. I'm Bourbon Street, but I heard the six-man ladder match for the NXT title, uh, NXT North American title, was... The match of the night. A lot of people are saying that online. Best for WrestleMania itself, it was kind of a toss-up. I called the Miz match to be match of the night. It wasn't bad. Delivered. Definitely up there. Charlotte vs. Oscar was a great match. Jinder Mahal even surprised me with the U.S. title match. was a great match. And Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. What an impressive debut for her. That was a great match. Exceeded my expectations. That delivered in all points. It was a great match. You know, it kind of went downhill from there. You know, Daniel Bryan, Shane McMahon match was good. Good to see him back. It was a good match. The Bludgeon Brothers and the Usos? It's only five minutes. Undertaker John Cena, that wasn't even three minutes. Wait a minute. Did I just say three minutes? Nia Jax is a good match. AJ Styles, uh, Cheesecake, knock him over. I thought it was a good match, but a lot of people were saying it was underperformed. Their expectations were too high. And Braun Strowman, let's not even talk about that. And Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, what a shit show that was. I couldn't even follow that match. I was too distracted with the crowd chantings. This is boring. This sucks. Playing with the beach balls, which were outlawed. Outlawed, what am I, fucking 1820? Were uh, prohibited 
But yet somehow those beach balls made their way into the crowd, and that's all the crowd cared about. Those beach balls did not give a shit about this match. I don't blame them. I don't blame them. They tried to build it as much as possible, but it just backfired. It was nothing to report about. It it happened. We'll probably see it again somewhere down the line, but mm, womp womp. That was WrestleMania in a nutshell. That was New Orleans in a nutshell. For me, anyway. Like I mentioned earlier, Green Man went down to Bloodsport and Joey Janela's spring break. He said it was a great time. Those are great, great experiences. He's looking forward to going back next year. While he was there, he also followed these two reports. Green Man, take it away. All right, we are here. This show is from the fans, and it's to the fans. So we got Nathan, Captain Cripple. He, If you are not following us on our Instagram, he has a story for you. But what I want to know is, is anything going to stop you from going to WrestleMania? I've already been in one car wreck. Go ahead and bring the next one on. If I have to crawl my way to Mania, I'm going to do so. It's going to happen. I'm here. There's no stopping it. Out of all the shows going on Mania Weekend, with exception to Mania, why this one? Why here today for Bloodsport? What attracted you to this one? I mean, the one the one name, the bro. I mean, it, it's, it's all about him, man. Matt Riddle. He's here. That's why I'm here. He's going to kill it, and I'm going to love it. All right. Well, Nathan, thank you so much. We're going to have a great time. All right, this is WWE Green Man here again for a shot of wrestling. Now, this show is from the fans and it's to the fans. And we have another one. What is your name and where are you from? My name is David and I'm from Massachusetts. Massachusetts, David. Awesome. Yes, I flew all the way down here for this one. Now, let me ask you, what brings you this week to New Orleans? The, the number one show on my list is Joey Janela's Spring Break 2. What do you think about this midnight showing, though? Oh, I don't mind the midnight shows at all. Not at all. I've been, I went to Orlando last year, and I went to pretty much every midnight show in New Orleans. Amazing. Is the energy any different, you think? No, not at all. In fact, some, some of them were even better. Oh, wow. Well, we are going to be back here for Janela's Spring Break, so we're looking forward to seeing you so here. So am I. So Thanks, brother. Well, folks, that was WrestleMania. Green Man will probably go into it more in-depth next time he's on the show, whenever that may be. Especially when you hear the story about him taking, what, over a day to travel from New York City to New Orleans. He went to St. Louis, went to Chicago, went to Tampa. Uh, he took over 24 hours to get there. This guy, like I said, likes to like, loves layovers. He loves to lay over somewhere. Me and Jonathan have a different story. We like to go straight there, point A to point B, not point A to point B to point C to point P to point D. No matter how much money you save. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm sure he'll tell you all about that in the next coming episodes. Can't wait to go back and looking forward to WrestleMania 35 in the backyard here in New York City, the MetLife Stadium. Although it must suck to be from New Jersey because you have the New York Giants, New York Jets play in Jersey. And now WrestleMania is being billed from New York, but you're playing at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. Why don't you just call it WrestleMania from New Jersey? I'm not complaining. I'm from New York. I understand it. But New Jersey, how are you guys feeling? Let us know. Inbox at ShadowWrestling.com. If you're a new listener to the show, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your support. Thank you for you know, hearing us out. This is a very different episode. Not only is this our WrestleMania recap show, but in a matter of moments, we're going to throw it to Elks Lodge for BCW's Friday the 13th show. We're the official podcast of Bree Combination Wrestling. Bree with two eyes. BCW, locally here in Queens, emanating from the world-famous Elks Lodge in Queens Boulevard, New York. So our team is over there right now. We're just setting up. So at the end of this episode, we're going to take it away. But this is a compact episode. We're going to breeze through the news. We're going to breeze through the cheers and heels just to give you enough time to cover this big event. So if you're a new listener, enjoy. Look into BCW. Also, if you're a new listener, 
Come back next week. Listen to a more traditional episode of A Shot of Wrestling. But for now, let's get into the news. It's in the news with Michael J. Putty. New story number one. Were you guys down in New Orleans with your boy, Michael J. Putty? If you were, make sure you get your fucking measles vaccine. Fox 8 out of New Orleans reporter Alan Henry is reporting that W fan from the United Kingdom was struck down with the measles and hospitalized on Saturday. He was in attendance for the Hall of Fame ceremony, so I'm praising the God above that I did not go. I wanted to go to that, as you all know. I wasn't able to. And, of course, he was there, no doubt. Other events, probably with the access. Probably was in this store. Definitely cruising Bourbon Street. The Louisiana Department of Health is in the process of contacting all those who may have been in contact with him. If you have any concerns, it is advised... You seek advice from your doctor as soon as possible. I mean, I don't know how they're going to contact everybody who's been in contact with him. But as a precaution, I contacted, contacted my doctor. I told him I was vaccinated. He told me I should be okay. So if you had the measles vaccine, you're listening to me, you're fine. But if you start developing rashes or cold-like symptoms in the next two weeks, that's how long it takes you to get the measles, go see the doctor as soon as possible. You know... The symptoms are, you know, a high fever, cough, runny nose, red, watery eyes. Two or three days after the symptoms begin, tiny white spots may appear on the inside of your lips. So, well, bada bing, bada boom. Go see your doctor as soon as possible. Hopefully, you have the vaccine. You know, I thought measles was dead, but apparently not over the United Kingdom. Thanks, Brits. Yeah. Another news. WrestleMania. W announced that WrestleMania 34 broke the record for the Mercedes-Benz Superdome's highest grossing entertainment event of all time. WrestleMania grossed $14.1 million, surpassing the previous winner, uh, WrestleMania 30, back in 2014, of $10.9 million. So congratulations to them. Speaking of breaking records, Orlando, Florida is reporting to once again be in the market to host WrestleMania after successfully doing so in 2018 and 2017. WrestleMania added $181.5 million in economic impact to Florida during the sick days of WrestleMania in 2017 last year. But now the Orange County Tourist Development Sports Incentive Committee has requested $1 million increase in resort taxes in an effort to host WrestleMania in either 2023 or 2025. And that's a long time in the future, so we will keep you updated. But as for next year's WrestleMania, it's being reported that former ECW World Heavyweight Champion and ECW Television Champion, along with WCW Tag Team Champion and Hardcore Champion Bam Bam Bigelow, is being considered for the Hall of Fame next year. Bam Bam was actually originally planned for this year's Hall of Fame, but when it was announced that Next year is going to take place in New Jersey. Those plans were scrapped, and it's said it'd be more appropriate to wait and have him inducted next year. I mean, I guess that makes sense. So, congratulations, Bam Bam. In other news, Brock Lesnar has re-signed with the company and will defend his championship against Roman Reigns inside a steel cage at the greatest Royal Rumble event. However, in addition, UFC President Dana White revealed in a press conference that Brock Lesnar is currently under contract with the UFC promotion and actually has still number of fights left under his contract. According to White, Lesnar simply needs to re-enter it into the United States anti-doping agency pool before he can have another fight for the UFC. If you remember, he's been under a year suspension because he failed multiple doping tests. I don't know offhand when that doping suspension is lifted, but as soon as it does, apparently he's making his way to UFC, so we'll see what happens. But after WrestleMania, speaking of Brock Lesnar, he got into a confrontation with Vince McMahon. You guys hear about this? According to PW Torch, McMahon was angry at how much blood Roman Reigns spilled and those stiff, hard elbows Roman Reigns took from Brock Lesnar, which many believe is the reason he was cut open so badly. The blood apparently wasn't approved before the match, which made McMahon irate. Also, the spot on the German announce table wasn't pre-planned, and nobody was expecting that. 
although right before the show started, I read that apparently McMahon and Reigns were aware that blood was going to happen, and they were expecting it, so take that for what you will. In other news, as you all know by now, after her retirement on Raw, Paige was announced as a new SmackDown general manager, which apparently surprised everyone backstage. It actually turns out the decision was made only late Monday night, early Tuesday morning. She was not even told about it until right before she left New Orleans to go back home. Now, the general feeling backstage is that Paige, no, she's well-liked. Paige is a company woman. She loves this company. She loves what she does. And they kind of wanted to find something for her to do, much like the vein of Daniel Bryan. It's also the word going around is that when she returned from injury last year, people were happy that she was back on the road around her wrestling friends because that way she can stay out of trouble. Also, E filmed a lot of content, of course, during WrestleMania weekend for the upcoming season of Total Divas, which apparently she's rumored to be a big part of, if not as a cast member, but she'll making several cameos. So good luck to her. You know, the news, the E announced this week that the Undertaker will be competing in a casket match at the Greatest Royal Rumble. He was originally going against Rusev, but now he's been replaced with Chris Jericho, which came to the surprise of many. But speaking of Rusev, there are a lot of rumors floating around that he is frustrated with his current position with the company, as I think we all are. And he actually asked for his release, which some are reporting as to why he was involved in the U.S. title match. Anyway, Dave Meltzer commented that he heard these rumors as well, but where's he going to go? If his contract's not up, they're not going to let him go. And if it is up, where is he going to go? Valid point. Is Rusev a big enough name to pull a Cody Rhodes and make the big money on the indies? Let us know. Dot up 619-3433-005. In other news, WWE has revealed on their WWE Home Video UK Twitter account that the upcoming DVD release of the Hardy Boys will include the footage from their time in TNA slash Impact Wrestling. I think we reported a while back that WWE announced that they made a deal with Impact to license footage, and this will be, the fact, the first time that footage will be released as a part of the WWE Umbrella. And you may have noticed during the uh, video package for the Styles Knock'em Over match, they showed pictures of him in his time in TNA, including him holding in the middle of the ring the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. So it's a good smart move for both parties involved. So I wonder if the future holds for that. In other news, as I reported on my Instagram, at michaeljparty.com, Shawn Michaels cut his hair, shocking the wrestling world. He had that hair that was in the 90s. I'm sorry, the late 80s. However, not only are we upset, Shawn Michaels is upset. He is upset with the barber because he took the photos of his hair before and after, but he tweeted out to the masses. Michael thought those pictures will be, you know, for his own personal professional use. But, you know, he added that he felt violated and, uh, you know, he lost himself 30% tip in the future. I don't know why he's even going to go back to that barber. You know, the news, some of the network, we were reporting, I think, uh, way back since the show began, almost two and a half years ago, the rumors that they are considering a tier system for the network. However, the word now is the current price plan of nine. $1.99 will be the quote-unquote regular access price to the network, but higher prices would allow subscribers to access more content, exclusive content, including independent wrestling programs. WWE's Chief Financial Officer Greg Barrios recently addressed this in a recent conference call, and I quote, We think there's an opportunity to tier the product, so that's coming. We don't have a launch date yet. Stay tuned. It's coming sooner rather than later. Are you guys willing to pay more for the network? Let us know, 619-343-3005, inbox at com. I don't think I am. I barely watch it as is. I just watch it for the pay-per-views, occasional uh, network shows. I don't think I'm really willing to pay more than nine ninety nine for what I'm getting. But speaking of the network, it was revealed during that same conference call that as of this week, the network has 1.81 million paid subscribers, not including the free promo month subscribers. Counting those people, the overall number of subscribers is 2.12 million. At this time last year, they had 1.611 million paid subscribers at a total of 1.949, including those free guys. So 
numbers are going up. Curious to see what the numbers do next year if they implement this tier system. So we will keep you updated. But then finally, lighthearted news on a recent episode of Talk is Jericho. Chris Jericho talked about Vince McMahon and why he dropped the numbers for WrestleMania. And also why he dropped the granddaddy of them all. He said, and I quote, the reason why is that Vince does not like the numbers after the WrestleMania because he feels like it dates it. Also, you're not allowed to call the granddaddy of them all because he also feels like it makes it seem old. So yeah, Super Bowl 75, he doesn't like the number. So you cannot refer to it as WrestleMania 34 or 35. You can just refer to it as WrestleMania from now on. You know, one of those classic Vince McMahon quirks. See, I like the numbers. I like that the fact that it is dated. The higher the number goes, the longer you've been around. So like, like I said, the Super Bowl. Super Bowls are what, 50-something now? Super Bowl's been around for 50-something years. That's amazing. WrestleMania should be around for 35 years. That's awesome. I guess we'll agree to disagree, and I guess Vince knows better than I do, huh? That's all we got for the news. Let's go into the Raw and SmackDown After Mania shows. A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here and here. Well, I just got word over from Elk Slot that we are almost ready to go up BCW's Friday the 13th. So let's burn through some Raw and SmackDown, the biggest shows of the year. Good cheers to Miz. Prom once again, awesome. Once again, delivered. The Miz is, you know, the best thing on Raw right now. Good heal Bobby Lashley returning. Um, okay, you know, wake me up. I wasn't a fan of Bobby Lashley originally. I'm not a fan of Bobby Lashley now. You know, apparently he did some good things over in TNA, but, or Impact, whatever the fuck it's called. But okay, Lashley's back. So, you know, whatevs. Rest in peace, Paul Cruz's career. Cheers at TNA's hiring line. That was funny. According to people getting the rocks off saying, oh, no, it's not TNA anymore. It's, it's Impact Wrestling. Shut up. It was a joke. It hit. It was a home run. Good job. I don't follow NXT too closely, but I'm going to heal the fact that the Authors of Pain dismissed Paul Ellering. Apparently, Paul, you know, Paul Ellering's a Hall of Famer. He's a legend. So I'm hoping this decision is his. You know, he's up there. He doesn't need this. He doesn't need to travel week in and week out every day on the weekends for those house shows. Something that, that this was his decision and not some stupid, lame decision by WWE Creative. I'm going to cheers that backstage segment with Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy and then come back to Seth Rollins and Finn Balor saying, what was that? That was, that was comical. You know, Raw was kind of funny this week. Good job for Raw. They delivered. I'm going to heal that. That was your main event? The six-man tag with no meeting, no purpose? That was your main event? That sucked. I mean, question. So is No Way Jose the new Adam Rhodes? That's the first thing I thought of. He coming out with his entourage, dancing, singing. Doing that shtick. So is he doing Adam Rhodes? Because if that's so... I'm going to waste my time investing in this guy. Because he's going nowhere fast. And Paige, man. Emotional speech. Good for her. She's only been around for four years. I think one year she was on the shelf. So she's only been around for three years. Seems a lot longer than that. Speaking of Paige, let's cheers on SmackDown. Her being announced as SmackDown new general manager. It's a good fit. I like it. I mean, I'm going to argue seeing Paige on my TV week in and week out. Also going to cheers. Sorry. No speak English. Yes. Keep this up. Show me some more personality. He's been such bland. He's been so boring for the last couple months. Well, hell, since his debut. You know, show some personality. Give me some cockiness. Give me some attitude. Give me some sort of edge. You know, I like this. I thought it was funny. I'm I'm liking where this is going. You know, show me this more, and I might start liking some bad cheesecake. Okay. Uh, and of course, the biggest cheers of the night, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay's debut. The Iconics. The iconic duo. I can't do an accent. It was very impressive. One of the most impressive. One of the most impactful debuts in a long time. 
And damn, they are smoking hot. So welcome to SmackDown, the Iconics. I'm going to heal, you know, talk about this with Irwin, episode 111. Ugh, the referees, man. The senior referee, Mike Kyoto, he was so confused, didn't know what to do when Carmella cashed in her money in the bank. Just he wanted to go cash it in. He's like, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to do this? And she was screaming, yes, smacking the t- cash it in, cash it in ready. Uh, are you sure? Are you, uh, are you sure you want to do this? Yes. What the? Are you sure? Yeah, she's sure. Yeah, I don't blame her for yelling and screaming like that. I would be annoyed as fuck, too, if I wanted to do something. A senior official didn't know what I wanted to do. But, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna heal that. Are you sure? Are, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I want to heal that. I want to heal that. Thanks. I'm going to cheers that Brian Thiles match. It was kind of a short shorter than I wanted it to be. It definitely can go much longer than that. But, that you know, Raw, that's your main event. That is a main event, especially for the Raw and SmackDown after Mania. Great offense from both guys, from great back and forth from both guys. That is a main event. Of course, one of them is rumored to be drafted to another show. I hope not. I want to see more of these guys together because it was great. Let's get into some ratings, though. This week's Raw drew at 3.921 million, which is up 16.8% from last week's 3.357 million. It was the second highest rated Raw of the year behind Raw 25. To compare, post WrestleMania Raw last year drew at 3.767, while the post WrestleMania 32 drew at 4.09. The Raw after WrestleMania drew over 5 million in 2015 and 2014, so the numbers are down from now, but still higher than average, so that's pretty good for Raw. Raw was number one for the night in viewership and number one in the night for 18 to 49 demographic. SmackDown this week drew a 2.952, which is also up 19.7% from last week's 2.467. This is the best SmackDown viewership since April 11th, 2017. It drew a 3.105 million. SmackDown after WrestleMania 33 drew a 2.885 million. While the post-WrestleMania 32 on SmackDown drew a 2.444 million in 2016. You know, that was pre-taped and aired on Thursday night. SmackDown was number three in the viewership for the night behind Hannity and Rachel Maddow. SmackDown was number one for the night in 18 to 49 demographic for the fifth week in a row. Impact. This week's Impact drew 381,000 views, which is up 30% from last week's 294,000. It's the second best viewership for the show this year. Impact ranked 100 on the cable's top 150 this week. Last week was 128. Next week, folks, we have the Superstar Shakeup. Last time we had a Superstar Shakeup, I kind of called who I wanted to go to SmackDown. And weirdly enough, I was right. I wanted Rusev. I wanted. I don't remember who else I wanted. I think it was Ginger Mahal. And those guys excelled. But this year, I don't know who I want. Of course, I want, the, I want the Miz back. But I don't know who else I want. The rumor is that AJ Styles might go to Raw again. If it's not him, it's going to be Daniel Bryan. Can we see a Daniel Bryan Miz feud on Raw? Yeah, but I'm just flabbergasted. I don't know who's going to go where. I'm confused. You know, I'm the voice of a shot of wrestling. I should know these things. I just don't know what's going on here. So I would be looking forward to this superstar shakeup to see what happens. You know, changing the landscape of the WWE. I can't imagine who's going where. I have no clue about anything. So I will be watching along with you. Hopefully, the right people go to the right places, though. I heard that Drew McIntyre and uh, two other people are going to be called up to SmackDown. But however, they delayed it for the superstar shakeup. So not only be people switching from Raw and SmackDown, we're going to have some NXT call-ups, including Drew McIntyre. Where will he land? Hopefully SmackDown. You know, that's the land of opportunity. But anyway, we'll find out. My home go-home thought is uh, I've not watched the Andre the Giant HBO documentary. I heard it was great. A lot of people commented on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. 
They loved it. It was great. It was a well put together. It was a great job. So hopefully, you know, sometime this week I'll get together and watch it. So if you watched it, if you liked it, make sure you check out our social medias, inbox at shoutoutwrestling.com, a shoutoutwrestling on Facebook and Instagram, shoutoutwrestling, no A on Twitter. Let us know what you thought. But folks, it's time. They're ready at Elks Lodge for BCW's Friday the 13th. You can have matches like Faye Jackson versus Helen Vale. You know, you have Brutal Bob Evans versus Darius Carter. South Philly's Finest versus Certified Sexy. You know, who's the ace that runs the place? You have Ace Andrews versus Joey Ace picking up where they left off at BCW's second anniversary. You know, Azrael in his first BCW title defense. So, looking forward to it. It should be a good show. If you don't know anything about BCW, Bree Combination Wrestling, Bree with two eyes. Check him out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and also on YouTube. If you're not from the Queens Tri-State area, you hear us rambling on about BCW. You hear us covering the shows live at the events. But you can't check out BCW itself. You don't want to check the YouTube. BCW's Friday the 13th will be available on Fight TV. So make sure you check out the Fight TV app on your Xbox, PlayStation, your phones, whatever you use to watch TV nowadays. The Fight TV app. Make sure you search for Bree Combination BCW Wrestling. Give me a must-see. Our team's ready to go. So once again, our BCW Elks Lodge correspondent, Mark J. Putty, take it away. That's right, Michael Chipotle. We are here at the World's Famous Elks Lodge about to get started. The crowd is just finishing filing in. Getting ready for BCW's Friday the 13th here. Oh, by the way, uh, welcome back. How was New Orleans? It was great. I had a good time. Thanks. Yeah, I wanted to be there. Just couldn't, things couldn't work out. Uh, maybe next year. Maybe next year here in New York. Party it up, hopefully. Drinks on you. Damn right. About to get started here. Let's see what's up first. Have a good show. In our opening match, Eric Jaden takes on Hot Dog. Crowd is firmly behind Hot Dog here. Eric Jaden doesn't care. Eric Jaden taking it to Hot Dog, giving a whooping, whipping those buns. Let's see what happens next. The winner of this match, the sexy Jaden himself. Here it is. Congratulations, Eric Jaden. Here we go, folks. Match number two with Certified Sexy for South Philly's Finest. South Philly's Finest. Not getting a warm reaction here. Let's see how this goes. Certified sexy with some tactical double teaming here, keeping that man on their side of the ring. The big man from South Philly's finest dying to get in to save his partner. Certified sexy and certifiable control. South Philly's finest finally gets a ta- tag in. Fresh men's in. Dominating both men. Tempo starting to slow down a little bit. Just how South Philly's finest likes it. South Philly's finest getting to the rep's face. Referee pushes them down to the mat. This South Philly's Finest is stunned here. Because she can't push this referee around. South Philly's Finest taking control of this match on their half of the ring. Both men were down. Both teams make a hot tag. Both men go back and forth, but South Philly's Finest takes firm control. Certified Sexy comes out of nowhere. Illegal man, by the way. Ah, cannonballs. One opponent right into the other. One, two, three. South Philly's Finest picks up the victory. Referee was distracted. A handful of hand dust, hand powder. It's thrown into the eyes. A la Mr. Fuji Bird Hot WrestleMania 9. And South Philly's finest struts around here in Queens. The victor. Here we go. Next up, match number three. One of the matches I've been looking forward to. Brutal Bob Evans takes on wrestling's richest prize. Darius Carter. Both men in the ring. Darius Carter actually surprisingly made a mixed reaction here. Crowd... Sort of behind him. It's going to be a tough test for Darius Carter, who should be in the BCW title main event, but that's just his lonely guy's opinion. 
Let's see how it goes. Fans, I'm going to lie to you. This is kind of surprising. Brutal Bob Evans taking it to Darius Carter every time Darius Carter tries something. Brutal Bob Evans denies him and takes firm control of this match. Darius Carter can't get a move in. Can't get out the blocks. Let's see what happens. Hopefully he can turn things around here. Fight spilling out to the outside here. Darius Carter trying to escape Bob Evans. Brutal Bob Evans. Darius Carter once, once again still king out the blocks. Can't get a move in edgewise. Bob Evans taking it to Darius Carter. Throws him back into the ring. Right at the referee's count of seven. Darius Carter finds an opening. Oh, need a face. Bob Evans rolls out to the ring. Darius Carter finally able to catch his breath here. Darius Carter still firm control here. Taking it to the veteran. Brutal Bob Evans. Bob Evans now is the one who can't seem to get back on his feet. Darius Carter can bring it home soon. Darius Carter with a modified cold breaker on Bob Evans. Look at the leg. Bob Evans kicks out at two. Darius Carter, frankly myself, are stunned. Darius Carter can't believe it. Arguing with the ref. Once again, informing it was only a two count. What does Darius Carter have to do to put this big man ring veteran away? I don't know, folks. Hopefully Darius Carter knows. Bob Evans locks in the arm breaker to snap that arm in half. There's Carter right in the middle of the ring. Pain on his face. That arm is not supposed to bend that way. Bob Evans applying full pressure. Grabbing the other arm here. Darius Carter is moving, moving, moving. Trying to grab for that rope. Trying to grab for that rope, folks. I don't know. Can he make it? Ah, he locks in. Rings of Saturn. Darius Carter has no choice here. Oh, Wiley, Darius Carter gets his foot on the rope. Bob Evans had to break the hole. This match continues. Darius Carter able to catch his breath. Hits another code breaker on Bob Evans. Trying to roll the big man over. Right by the ropes, though. Referee goes for the count. One, two. That's it, folks. Darius Carter, wrestling's richest prize. Takes it to brutal Bob Evans. Darius Carter celebrating the ring, and rightfully so. What a match. What a victory. Another obstacle in his way. And another obstacle defeated. What does he have to do? Get into the title picture, folks. Pete Rosado, man. Anthony Cole. Give this man another look. This man deserves to be in the title picture. What more can he do? Go, oh, wait. Going underneath the ring here. He's going underneath the ring. He's trying to grab. Yeah, something in his hands, folks. I can't. Oh, is that a baseball bat? There's Carter walking around with a baseball bat. This this can't be good. Yeah, got any security out here? Bob Evans still on his back, trying to get back. Uh oh, uh oh. Somebody comes to the ring. Some redheaded beard guy grabs the bat from Darius Carter. Now threatening Darius Carter. Where's security? Who's this tough guy? Darius Carter doesn't know what to do. What's going on? There you go. Chasing Darius Carter out of the ring. This fan from the ring. I just said he's next. So apparently he is somebody, folks. I'm sorry. I can't get a look at his face. The big long red beard. Keep your bully around bully for all I know. 
Well, uh, that was that, folks. Another victory for Darius Carter. So Donald Trump just came on the air to announce that the United States is going to bomb Syria. So apparently we're going to war with Syria. Um, I don't know if it's a distraction over this Russian investigation, but, uh, yeah, the United States is going to another pointless war. Should be fun. You know what be fun? Match number four for the BCW World Championship. Greek god Papadon takes on the champion Azrael in his first title defense. This should be a classic, folks. Azrael goes to the top row with a missile dropkick. Knocks Papadon off his feet. Picks him up, brings him to the top rope. Papadon now staggering on the top rope. Azrael goes to the top to join him. Here we go. What's going on here? Goes for the... Oh, her Karana. Papadon blocks it. Flying forearm. Azrael's on his back. Papadon goes to the cover. One, two. Oh. Azrael kicks out the last second. Papadon can't believe it. Now getting the referee's face. Jaw jacking with the ref. This match rolls on. The referee's knocked down here, folks. The referee runs in. Papadon kicks out at two. This match rolls on. The referee is still knocked out. It's going to need some medical attention here. Referee goes to attend the other ref. Coming on, on his back. As you're in the corner, setting something up, trying to get the crowd behind him here. Coming on back on his feet. As you comes. Oh! Coming on pulls this ref in front of him. This referee gets a knee to the face. Both referees are down. What? What's going to happen here? There's no more refs. Popping out with a low blow here. Um, please some help here. Popping out going to the back. Chaos is breaking out here. Oh, Popping out grabs the championship belt. Oh, connects directly on Azrael's head. Azrael's knocked out. Throws the belt outside the ring. Trying to get the referee to, to come to. Referee's stumbling, crawling to Azrael. Goes to the cover. One. Two. Oh. Azrael kicks out. Popping on his stuns. Wow. What a fantastic match this is, folks. Both men giving it their all. Original ref now trying to get back to his feet. Second ref still knocked out. Uh, can someone check on him? I mean, he hasn't moved. He took directly to the face. Uh, he might need some help. Oh, I'm just saying. All oh, right, original referee's back on his feet, still favoring his head. Papadon, grab Azrael's by the hair. What does Papadon have to do here? He doesn't have the belt. Azrael's now is lifeless. He's lifeless. Can't even pick him up. Go for the cover, then, dude. Cover him again. Cover the leg this time, maybe. What's the suggestion? Papadon trying to lift him up again. Can't. Astro's just dead weight here. Here we go. Papadon doing some stretches, doing some lunges. Trying for the third time. Pick up Azrael. Picks him up. Just picks him up. Ah, oh, Azrael reverses with a hurricane. Azrael with the RKO. Papadon now bound. Azrael goes to the top of the ropes. Ah, oh, hits the frog splash. Covers one, two, three. Azrael 
still your BCW World Heavyweight Champion. Here comes AJ Penn with a belt to celebrate. Hit his music. Who's next? Time will tell. Here we go. Match I'm looking forward to all night. My girl Faye Jackson goes against Helen Vale. Already, Faye Jackson dominating. Helen hasn't even done anything yet, and she's escaping outside the ring. But Faye Jackson ain't falling for that. Falling outside the ring, just beating her mercilessly outside the ring. Oh, now attacking that arm. Faye Jackson in firm control here. This should be an easy one for her. Uh-oh. Helen Vale seems pissed off. Has Faye Jackson in the corner. Goes for the running bulldog. For what sliced bread? Faye Jackson ain't having none of that. Just throws her like a rag doll. Faye Jackson, firm control here. Uh oh, Helen Vale is in the corner opposite Faye Jackson. They go running ass to face. Faye Jackson coming back. Another running ass to face. Going for a third one. Faye just do a little dance. There we go, running. For a third time, as two phase, Helen Vale seeing stars. Okay, drag it to the middle of the ring, goes to the cover. One, two, oh, what? Kicks out at two. Faye Jackson's down in the corner. Faye Vale running attack, cannonball of her own. Faye Jackson just popped up, no effect. Helen goes for another one. Oh. This one firmly connected. Uh-oh. Faye Jackson is not having any of this. Helen Bell. Another cannonball that has no effect on Faye Jackson. Faye Jackson pops right back up. Oh. Inverted. Russian leg sweep. Goes for the cover. One, two. Kicks out at two. Helen Vale goes for their body splash off the top rope. Of course, Faye Jackson catches her. Hits her with a modified Mishinoku driver. Gets the one, two, three. Rubbing her feet in Helen Vale's face. Just another day at the office for Faye Jackson. Here we go, folks. Next match, PCA. We have Bison versus El Jefe Martinez taking on Federated Zone Brute. My man, Mike Orlando. The smaller El Jefe. Going one on one with Mike Orlando. This is going to be a. We have a death wish. Mike Orlando just dominating this guy. El Jefe has Mike Orlando chasing him around the ring until he runs into Bison. Knocking Orlando out on the outside. Yeah, Allie Rex is going to check on her man over here. But, uh. Oh, there we go. Just throwing Mike Orlando back into the ring. El Jefe goes for the cover. Referee's counting. Not in position. Goes for here. He goes. Oh. Kicks out right for the one count. That's my man, Mike Orlando. Here we go, Mike. There we go. Martinez now attacks in. The big man, Bison. Bison. There we go. Mike Orlando in turn tags in. The bigger. Brute. Brute. Bison standing toe-to-toe, nose-to-nose. This is going to be a good matchup here, folks. Brute going for the test of strength here. Both men lock up. Both men trying to get the advantage here. Both men are locked up. Bison down to one knee. Brute overpowering him here. Brute. Bison trying to fight back. Bison back on both feet. 
And in turn, yeah, you have guessed it. Brute goes down the one knee, but not yet. Knee to the gut. Brute. Now taking it to Bison. Federer has basically cut this ring in half. Big Brute and Big Mike Orlando have been taking it to Bison. El Jefe still in the corner trying to get involved. He does every now and then. The referee pushes him back. Allowing Federated to go for the double team. Big Brute going to the top rope. Oh! 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 Big body splash on the top rope. Oh, Al Huffy just makes it in to break up the cover. Or else this match would have been over, folks. Referee getting back in the corner. Bison holding his ribs as I'm I. I felt that. In what can only be described as a first, I guess. Mike Orlando jaw-jacking with the ref. Brute and Bison in the ring both. Go for a low blow simultaneously. Both men are now rolling around the mat, holding the balls. First one to recover, I guess, uh, first one to tag their partner will get in control here. Both men's partners are eager to get in, looking for the hot tag. El Heavy gets written first. Marco Lando's in now. Both men hot off the presses. Ball on the running clothesline. El Heavy clothesline brutes before he gets in. Wrong man, my friend. Marco Lando with the clothesline. Ducks. El Heavy. Oh! Another piece of for power bomb. Helping turns into her Karana. Little man taking it to the big man here. Oh, Irish with the three to the ropes. I think put to the, there's a lot of action going on here, folks. What's going on? Oh! El Jefe with a fucking bulldog on Mike Orlando. Now with the code breaker, knees to face. Do you believe in miracles? Lion Salt over the second rope. Goes for the cover. One, two. Oh, Orlando just barely kicks out at two. El Jefe catching his breath. So am I. All right. The big brute taking it to Bison. Mike Orlando comes over, gives him kicks. Referee goes to break it up. Brute tosses him halfway across the ring. <laughs> wow. Of course, Federico just disqualified. Now tensions are brewing here. Mike Orlando seems to be a little steamed here. Um, something's about to go down here, folks. Stay tuned. Mike Orlando just kicked the referee in the head. Oh, snap. That kid. He's done a wrestling. Mike Orlando is just fuming. Fuming here. Ali Rex trying to get... Mike steamed. Don't want to screw this place. Don't this girl didn't even have a match. The kid from uh, Standalone Wrestling was it Casey? Could totally wrong here. I'm gonna check it in a second. But uh, Casey trying to calm down Orlando. Ali Rex trying to calm down Orlando. A little jaw jacking to Anthony Cole here. I think he's done with this. He just doesn't get over. Uh-oh. Brute now got Casey tomorrow. That's his name? I don't even know his name. Brute now going in the face of Mike Orlando. 
crazy shit. He's telling him to attack him. Orlando. Oh, German suplex. Oh, my God. This guy literally flipped twice. This kid literally flipped twice. Although not on his knees. Trying to calm him down. Someone. Oh. This is crazy. Also kind of awesome here. Orlando's still pissed. Jumps the guardrail. Walking right by the table here. Hi, Mike. Stormed out. Alex going after him. Oh, two shows in a row. Storming out, huh? Oh, shit, check this out. The EMTs are now in the ring checking on this kid. They were just standing here. Yeah, that looked kind of sick. Smoking hot EMT. Oh, my God. Smoking hot. Able to walk off on his own power, though. He said he went to the back right away. What's going on, Michael Lando, yet again? Federated Ambassador Mr. Martinez is uh, the kids call SMH. Shaking my head. We'll keep you updated. Great song. Ace off, face off here, folks. Ace Andrews against Joey Ace. That started right away before the announcements were even made. Before the introductions were even made. Now both men just outside the ring right away. Oh. This is going to be a vicious, violent, brutal match. Action is intensifying here in the ring. Both men going blow for blow. Oh, by the way, the uh, Spoken Hot EMT just walked by. That's how the kid was doing. She said he's doing fine. Uh, the doctors in the back are checking him out. Uh, told her she did a good job. She smiled. Said thank you very much. So, um, I guess things are kind of serious between us. Both men are down. Action rolls on. Joey expected back to his feet. It's Andrews in the middle of the ring. Joey on top. He can't make it that far. Oh! oh. Flying elbow well across the ring. Picks up the one. Two, three. So I guess uh, Joey Ace. Is he the ace that runs this place? Dominating victory over uh, Ace Andrews. Oh, the salty dog. The salty dog. Joey Ace. Nice theme song. Uh, I think EMT's about to go back over to check on Joey Ace. Ace Andrews, two freaking aces. Ace Andrews is rolling out of the ring. But Joey Ace revels in this victory. Great match. Great match. Hope to see it again. I'm feeling we will. And in our main event, the third annual Monster Mash. Four men in the ring right now are Ryan Gallion, Jeff Cannonball, Wrestling Maniac, Joe Gacy, and the Jurassic Juggernaut, Vince Steele, making his BCW debut, by the way, folks. Oh, my God, the ring is shaking already. Oh, this is reinforced. All four men are now outside the ring. Ryan Gallion pressed against the ring post. The juggernaut goes to rush him. Hits his head clear on the ring post. The Jurassic Juggernaut, the man of over 400 pounds, now knocked out outside the ring. Joe Gacy and Ryan Gallion back inside. The action continues. Oh, boot the face. Damn. Oh, man, it's going to be a good one. 
All right, something dangerous is about to happen. They're actually juggling out Vince Steele or 400 pounds on the top rope. Joe Gacy, now Ryan Galeon on the second rope, about to do a suplex. Jeff Cannonball goes underneath both men. This is going to be... Jesus Christ. All four men come crashing down on the mat. Ryan Galeon, however, back on his feet. Jurassic Juggernaut, Vince Steele not moving. Jeff Cannonball not moving. Joe Gacy slowly stirring on the outside. Go for the cover. Vince Steele kicks out at two. Someone just came out and rang the bell. What? What the fuck just happened? Oh, confusion all over the place. Apparently the New York State Athletic Commission ruled this a no contest due to time curfew. Joe Gacy just stormed out of here. Ryan Galeone. Vince Steele. Jeff Cannonball. Oh. Oh, Jeff Cannonball runs after Vince Steele. Vince Steele with the big boot to face. <laughs> Ryan Galeone says he's done. Doesn't want to mess with the, the Jurassic juggernaut. Um, he's dancing off happy. Jeff Cannonball stumbling his way to the back. Jurassic juggernaut standing alone here. In the middle of the ring. And what is... Uh, Still a very confusing ending. Well, folks, that seems to be it here from the Elks Lodge. About to wrap things up. Pack up the chairs already. The New York State Athletic Commission ruled it a curfew at 11 o'clock. So that was it. This has uh, been BCW's Friday the 13th. Uh, an unlucky day for us here at the Elks Lodge. Make sure you come back in May. On a cold day in hell. So from Michael J. Putty back in studio, I have been your host, uh, at Michael J. Putty. Until next time, Putty out. Hey baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 ha. But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody.